This comes out of 1 Kings 19, and it's about Elijah. And Elijah was on the run in this passage, and he's kind of crying out to God and kind of complaining. It says, but the Lord said to him, what are you doing here, Elijah? And Elijah replied, I have zealously served the Lord God Almighty, but the people of Israel have broken their covenant with you, torn down your altars, killed every one of your prophets. I'm the only one left. And now they're trying to kill me too. God, what are you doing? Where are you? I don't understand. Go out and stand before, stand before me on the mountain, the Lord told him. And so as Elijah stood there, the Lord passed by and a mighty windstorm hit the mountain. It was such a terrible blast that the rocks were torn loose. But the Lord was not in, was not in that windstorm. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, there was the sound of a gentle whisper. And Elijah heard it, and he wrapped his face in a cloak, and he went out and stood at the entrance of the cave And the voice said, what are you doing here, Elijah? So turn to your neighbor, turn to your neighbor and say, what are you doing here? Ask them that question. What are you doing here? And then turn to your other neighbor, your second choice, and you say, I don't know, but I'm glad you are here. All right. And go ahead and say hello to about four or five people. Greet them and say, I'm glad you are here. All right, let's welcome a few people. Say hello. Say, I am glad that you are here. You are in person. I can't say hello to our online family because we don't have that happening right now. I am grateful each and every one of you are here today. As we were complaining about in the announcements, if you weren't here, about the internet outage, I did find myself this morning. So on Sunday mornings, I wake up between 5 and 5.30, and then I start getting things ready, PowerPoints and slides, and just kind of going over my sermon notes and last little things, send out an email or stuff like that. I was the most efficient that I've ever been on a Sunday morning. It was just like, there's no cell phone, no internet, and I was just like at peace and just going through things. I was kind of like almost questioning my entire life choices um, going back to 1989 like it is this morning. Um, But no, I'm grateful you are here. Let me quickly kind of say what we're doing today and then in our kind of the order of service because today's a little bit different. And again, if you're new with us today, you're like, what is happening? Today is a special day in that we are going to be um, bringing two things today. And you kind of have these on your note cards. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share a little bit of, uh, of a message, but then today we're bringing a word. We've been as a church challenging our church family to seek God over the past month and seek him for a word. Uh, God, what what do you want to speak to me? What's a word maybe that is defining this season in my life? Maybe it's a word for 2023. Maybe it's a word for 2022. We have done this for five years now as an annual tradition of just as a church individually and then as a church body saying, what's a a word you have for me, for God? And so in a little bit today, uh, we're going to have time where I got a message, but really quite honestly, today you're going to preach the message. 
because we'll have a time of sharing where you share your word uh, with, with the church and a little bit of, of, of why behind that. And it's always a special time to just knowing that, hey, we serve a God that's alive and we have a, we have a God that, that has called you, who knows you and has a purpose for you. And every now and then divinely he'll speak right to you and we wanna celebrate what God speaks into our lives. And so today will be a day of testimony. Not only that, today is also a day of, of, of giving, worshiping through giving. Nobody is, is pressured or guilted in to give, but we've asked our church within the, within the last month, while you're also seeking God for a word, seek God on what he would have you give as a, as a gift. And our promise to you and everyone, whoever gives to this fund today, uh, 100% of whatever is given today will be given away to families in need right here in Los Alamos during the Christmas season. And so we have done that for the past uh, five years as well. And it's always a treat to be able to bless families and help families in need um, in such a, a hard season, in what can be a hard season. So all that to say, at the end of this message, you're going to fill this out. And I'm going to ask that everyone would take it and, and just put your thing right in the box so we can pray over those as well. You can also give online during this week. So if you're like, I didn't bring any cash, I didn't bring a checkbook or anything like that, you can give online to our Lovelos Alamos Fund. So when you go to our church page and you hit the give link on our church page, you can give online and it'll have the option. It'll say general fund or Lovelos Alamos. And you would just hit Lovelos Alamos in that case. And that would all go right into this same end of year fund. Okay. Trying to make that simple, but I just want to make sure kind of clearly on directions, that's what's going to be taking place. Um, these, these words, um, Elijah, this is not a Christmas uh, message. And I was like, I, gee, uh, yeah, I was like, Jesus, I'm supposed to preach a Christmas message today because that's what you do in December. But um, I'm going to share a little bit behind my word. And it's not necessarily a Christmas message, but my word for 2022 and where it came. And um, it says in this scripture that uh, the sound of a gentle whisper came. And that's where Elijah heard, um, heard God and, and, and kind of heard him speak was in that whisper. I want to talk about the whispers of God. Over Thanksgiving, uh, we went to Zion National Park. I had never been to Utah really to drive through it. And I was just kind of in awe of the scenery that we saw driving through Utah and just the mountains, and it's just breathtaking. Well, we went to Zion and stayed there for a couple days, and I'm a morning person, so I woke up, and I went to Overlook Trail. This is Overlook Trail, very like a half-mile hike, very easy, but it brings you to this glorious view where you can see I'm just kind of right there, tiptoeing on the edge. There's about a 500 or 1,000-foot drop just right there, uh, but I'm just soaking it in. It was gorgeous. Now, I'm there by myself, and I also kind of knew on this trip, I, I was just kind of seeking God. God, this is my time with you. I want to get a word from you. I can't magically make you do this, but it, gosh, it would sure be nice uh, to hear from you during this trip. What better than a sunrise and just taking in this view to just be on a mountain and hear from God? And during this time, while I'm taking that in, it's cold. It is really cold. And there's also a wind that is just ripping through this area. So I'm kind of near the edge, but I'm also like, kind of hold tight, Mike, because we want to get a word from God, not see God today. <laughs> All right. And um, it took like five seconds. 
Less than five seconds. And God brought me right to this passage of the wind and the cold and all this kind of roaring around and the beautiful scenery and how grand it was. And God gave me my word. He said, I'm in the whisper. Whispers. Your word, Mike, is, is whispers. And, and that word has a special meaning for me in my life because Freedom Church started with a whisper. Freedom, Freedom Church had its, had its origins within a, within a whisper. Seven, uh, five years ago um, this week, on December 7th, we, we started that week not starting Freedom Church, but then kind of a whisper to say, yep, now's the time, knowing that, hey, we're going we're gonna to launch Freedom Church. And so we made an announcement saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to start this thing. This was five years ago in the first week of December. And the response that we got from people who we had emailed and touched base with that week said it was overwhelming in such a way that they were like, when and where, let's go. And I was not prepared for that. So my answer was like, well, let's just have a prayer meeting at our house. And so at five uh, on December 7th, we had 25 people there at our house and we're just praying. At that moment, I'm freaking out as well because I knew everything's changing with a whisper. But in 2017, as we're meeting at my house, that wasn't the only whisper that I had heard. Freedom Church got its name through a whisper. Rita and I, we're, we're kind of seeking God in that moment. God, what are you doing? Where do you want me to go? And, and we had a word from God in that season. You're free to look. That was the whisper, the phrase that we had received from God. We thought that meant, Mike, you're, you're going to, to an, another Another church somewhere else in the Midwest where family's at, we're going to go. And seven months of interviews and seven months of being turned down. And it was like, this is not fun anymore. I think God's calling us to stay right here. And it was in that time that someone told us, they said, well, what is the church that you're looking for? Does it even exist? And we're like, I don't know. We're not, I haven't really quite seen it. And they're like, well, maybe you need to start a church. To which, if you knew us at the time, Starting a church was not on the agenda or the plan. We wanted to punch them in the face. And so we're like, no, we're not starting a church. How would you, how, how, why would you even dare say anything like that? But then as I'm driving um, in Los Alamos on Trinity Drive in that season in 2017, that very same week, God whispers into my ear, says, you know, if you, I know you're not, start, well, if you're starting a church, you know what a good name would be. I'm like, but God, I'm not starting the church, so why would we even care? He said, freedom, freedom would be a great name for that church. Well, no, we're not doing that. Except for when I get home that, later that day, and my wife says, hey, I know we're not starting a church, but if we started a church, I got a name for it. <laughs> to which I backed up, and I'm like, no, because we're not starting a church but I got a name for it too. And so we were kind of like, okay, one, two, on the count of three, one, two, three, just say it. What do you think she said? Freedom. In the whisper. In the whispers. But it didn't start there. Back in 2014, we had an itch. There was an itch that something needed to change. Something wasn't quite right settling for us as a family and ministry and what we're doing. And we still love where we were at at First Baptist, but just there was this itch that we just couldn't scratch. And God just said, he whispered, in two years, you'll know. In two years, you'll know. 
okay, well, that's nice to hear from God, a whisper, but what the heck's going to happen in two years? And I want to know right now. But we didn't know what God had planned to say in 2017 later on, two years later, but it didn't start, start there. The whisper started in 2017 when I'm working at the lab. I love my job. And God whispers in my ear, Mike, you're not going to sit behind a desk anymore. You're going to be a pastor. No, God, I don't want to be a pastor. I got a great job. I love it. Let's not... Whispers of God. Whispers of God. 2003. I'm here running from God. I don't know anyone except for my coworkers. I'm working at the lab. I'm drunk in a bar at the Canyon Bar Grill right here in Los Alamos. And God whispers in my ear, what are you doing here? To which I surrendered to God that night saying, I don't know. And I'm done fighting. And I surrendered my life in 2003. The whispers... the whispers of God. The whispers of God are the defining moments in our lives. When you hear from God, and this is where the adventure starts with God, the journey. Because you get a whisper from God and it's exciting and extremely scary. The adventure is full of uh, exhaustion, and excitement. There's a thrill and there's a fear. There's a risk of failure. There's a risk of being rejected. The whispers are the defining moments for me. Elijah, in chapter 19, if you go back to verse 4, he says, he went alone to the wilderness, traveling all day. He's in solitude here. He sat down under a solitary broom tree and prayed that he might die. I've had enough. Take my life, for I am no better than my ancestors who have already died. For those in this season who are struggling, barely even holding on, here's Elijah who says, I don't want to live anymore. God knows your pain, He sees your pain, He sees the darkness, He sees the depression. I love how real and authentic the Bible is here. And it's in this moment where Elijah hears the whisper from God. He says, you are not alone. If you go on and reading in context, you're not alone, Elijah. There's more prophets. You think you're the only one, but you're not. It was a defining moment because this is the start of Elijah's ministry. And God's saying, hey, you're not alone and I have a calling on your life. He goes from, I want to die, I want to stop going, to God whispers in his life, defining moment, and he's like, let's off and we're running. And let's go. A whisper, one, one word from God can define your perspective and change your scene in this defining moment to help you get back in the game and let you know you're not alone. But the whispers of God are defining moments for others. Because right after this, he goes and it's called by God to go find not Elijah, Elisha, his predecessor. And, our, and Elisha is going to go and do more miracles and even more ministry and, and just great works from God through him. Defining moments aren't just for me. My defining moments, those whispers for God are defining moments for other people in my life. But I'm going to tell you something. Whispers. Whispers. 
Whispers are hard to hear when I'm in the world. If you want to hear the whispers of God, you're going to have to slow it down. You are in the world, believe me. But he's not in the fire, the earthquake, the wind. It is that small, gentle voice. I've never heard God audibly. He can speak audibly if he wants to. He's God. But probably more than likely, if you're like, well, how do I hear this from God? He speaks right to your soul. If I were to go to the doctors today and they were to to split my body open, you're not going to find a physical part called the soul. It is a supernatural part of you. So when God speaks, like I said, he can, he's God, speak in the audible, in the physical realm, whatever, I'll give it to him. But more than likely, he's going to speak in the supernatural realm, which is your soul. You are a soul with a physical body. Your soul is going to go and live on. And he'll speak right to your soul exactly what he needs. But the whispers, they can be hard to hear. Jesus, the guy who we're worshiping today as God, he said it like this in a parable where he talked about, he talked about sowing seed. And he said, he shared this parable about some seed going on the path, some seed going on this soil that's not very good, some seed getting choked out by weeds, and some seed getting planted in the good soil, and it grows and it produces. And they're like, what are you talking about farming for, Jesus? You're supposed to be telling us about the kingdom of God. And he says, here's the meaning of the parable. The meaning of the parable of this. The seed is God's word. We have been challenging you in this season. Get a word from God. Let him speak right to your soul. The seed that God speaks to you, I know I typically think of this and I think of, hey, the word is the gospel, which it is. The word is the Bible, which it is. But the Holy Spirit also will speak to me and I get a word from God, from from God, his spirit. The seed is God's word. The seeds that fell on the footpath represents those who hear the message only to have the devil come and take it away from their hearts and prevent them from believing and being saved. The seeds on the rocky soil represent those who hear the message and receive it with joy. But since they don't have deep roots, they believe for a while and then they fall away when they face temptation. The seeds that fell among the thorns represents those who hear the message, but all too quickly the message is crowded out by the cares and the riches and the pleasures of this life. And so they never grow into maturity. And the seeds, the seeds that fell on the good soil represent honest, good-hearted people who hear God's word. Have you heard God's word in this season? Have you heard God's word? You cling to it and it patiently produces a huge harvest. As we've been seeking God for a word in this season, I want to know what soil has that word been planted on. Here's my encouragement. You want to get good soil? Whatever the word God has spoken to you in this season, don't wait five years. Don't wait five years to to lean in and trust it and obey it. If he's called you to do something, do it now. I've seen too many teenagers in ministry in youth, in ministry, they get a word from God and they receive it with joy. 
God has called them and planted them as teenagers to make a difference. They receive it with joy. But guess what? As soon as you go back to school and you have sports and you have family and you have college and you think, I will do that, God, when, when, in five years when I'm ready, it is already lost. Because they are that third seed and it got choked out. Let me step on your toes just a little bit. For those of you who got a word from God in last season, last Christmas, and you've been a part of this, do you even remember what the word was? Or did it get choked out? Did it get stamped out? When God speaks, don't wait to obey. When you're create, he's speaking out of love, and I know that's a little bit of a, a pastor punch right there, but Jesus is speaking right here that he's saying, he's speaking to us all the time, and what do we naturally do? I'm grateful that the internet went out today because it shows me how much I don't listen to the whispers of God, and I'm drowning out his whispers in the noise. I think it's appropriate when Jesus says, what is the soil that is planted? And all of this comes down to one word, trust. Because when he speaks to you, do you trust him? The Christmas story, the Christmas story, you have Mary, God speaks to Mary. You have Joseph, God speaks to Joseph through a dream. You have the, the wise men, and God speaks to the wise men and tells them to go. He speaks to the shepherds, and he tells them to go. He speaks to, to John and Elizabeth, or um, uh, Zechariah and Elizabeth, and he gives them a word. And every single one of them has a choice. Am I going to trust God or not? He speaks to Herod. He speaks to King Herod. Herod had a choice, and he says, you know what? I don't like that there's a new king in town, and I'm going to do my own thing the worldly way, and I, let's just kill every kid in Bethlehem. Do you trust God today? Every story comes out down to this, and my question for you today is what story will you tell? I'm going to have the band come on up. What story will you tell? Your, your, your whisper, your word in this season is a defining moment for you that I believe God wants to do something through you because it's not just for you. Your defining moment is for somebody else. So today we're going to celebrate our words. We're going to celebrate what God has spoken to us. We're going to kind of put a stamp down on that thing and say, yes, this is what God has given to me in the season and it's in good soil. I'm going to plant that thing in good soil and we'll see what God does in this season. Today, scripture says today, this is what he spoke. A Savior who is the Messiah of the Lord was born for you in the city of David. Maybe today, maybe today is that day of salvation. Today is that day where God's just saying, you know what? I'm not living for me anymore. I'm gonna, I have that defining moment and I'm going to live for him. So let's stand together. We're going to worship with one more song, but I just want to pray over us in this time. Father, I just thank you for today. I thank you for the opportunity to worship you. I thank you that you are a God who knows us. <laughs> I, I thank you that you are a God that you, you love us. You have a plan for us and a purpose. So it doesn't matter what we've done with the seed in the past. <laughs> you have something for us right here and right now. So Father, I just pray that your presence would continue to speak, that your presence would continue to just speak right to our soul, that word exactly what we need to hear. I pray as we hear testimonies today of what you're doing in our lives, Father, that you would just, uh, 
Encourage the other people in this room. Strengthen our faith in these moments, Father. I pray for this offering, this Love Los Alamos offering, this end-of-year offering that's going to families who we don't even know, Father, that you would speak to them. Show them how much you love them. Show much them how much you care for them, even though they're going through a hard time right now. I pray that you would bring peace and comfort and blessing into their lives, Father. Thank you that we have the opportunity to worship you with our gifts, not only financially, but worship you with our lives. Everything that we have, Jesus, is yours, and we give it all to you today. Thank you, Jesus. We worship you. Amen. Thank you again for taking the time to listen to the podcast this week. I hope you felt inspired to take your next step of faith with Jesus. Just a couple next steps that you can take coming out of this. One, rate and review the podcast. That really does get the message out to other people faster, as well as click subscribe to make sure you get the latest content as it rolls out each week. And finally, if you want to partner with us financially, head on over to our website, click the word give. That's going to get the message out through our ministries further and faster. Have a wonderful week. God bless.